Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we focus on metals, mining, and more. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Today, we will discuss a company that presents a very unique value proposition in oil and gas. I'm speaking of Malori Energy, trading on the TSXV symbol MOL and on the OTCQB symbol MOLOF. Joining us for a conversation is Joel Dumarisk, the CEO of Malori Energy. Before we begin, allow me to convey to our listeners that we are proud shareholders of Malori Energy. Mr. Dumarisk, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you very much, Maurice. It's a pleasure to be back and to once again address your audience. Also uh, wanted to take the opportunity to thank you for the confidence you've obviously placed with us by way of your investment within Mallory. Well, it's well worth the investment, sir. We have full confidence in you and your entire team. Joan, for first-time listeners, who is Mallory Energy? Maurice, uh, we're a Canadian-listed company uh, active in the oil and gas exploration and development space with operations presently down in the Texas panhandle. We've been uh, in business since uh, 2012. Now, Joel, I would like to highlight Mallory's successes in 2017. From your perspective, what would they be and why? Sure, let's wind the tape back here and look at where we were in the fourth quarter of 2016. At that time, we reported that in our workover business, we had approximately 40 barrels of gross oil and gas production along with just over five million in reserve value then over the course of the first three quarters of this year we then reported an increase in production from 40 barrels to over 400 barrels and an increase in reserves from five million to almost 31 million in addition to that maurice we identified what we think is a company maker in itself and one of the most compelling development plays onshore in the U.S. today, our Red Cave development uh, play. Once we had completed an exhaustive study of the Red Cave, we went out and over the course of last summer, we secured over 11,000 acres with access to the Red Cave formation and containing almost a thousand potential drill locations. In August, we ran a test well, which initially flowed at around 25 barrels of oil equivalent a day and last, but by no means least, just last week, we spot a well into the Red Cave, which will be our first test on our newly acquired acreage, in which we believe will demonstrate our ability to begin converting many of those thousand drill locations to producing wells. So Maurice, we've had a busy 2017, and we're expecting an even busier 2018. Quite impressive. Over the last couple of months, Malori appears to have gone through a metamorphosis as it relates to the Red Cave opportunity and the scale of Mallory's plan. Can you comment on this observation? That's true. Our initial business plan was comparatively modest. We sought to acquire an interest in some formerly productive oil and gas leases and then carry out recompletions or workovers as they're known to reestablish oil production on those leases. We were successful in this regard, having recompleted over 120 wells during the past 18 months with the typical well producing about two or maybe three barrels a day of production. However, contrast that, Maurice, with our Red Cave development opportunity. With the Red Cave, we plan to drill these wells for a very modest amount of money, about $250,000 per well. The beauty of this is that the Red Cave is very shallow, very shallow formation, and therefore the costs are low when compared with, say, the 
Permian Basin, which I'm sure many of your uh, listeners are familiar with, where one well can cost $5 million or more. So think about this, 20 wells at an average of say 50 barrels a day, and you're a thousand barrel a day producer. And keep in mind, we actually have hundreds and hundreds of potential well locations. So what we love about the Red Cape Play is that with such low cost and with the production we've seen from our neighbors at Adams Affiliates, we can recycle capital very, very quickly. These wells pay back that $250,000 investment in just six to 12 months. That's a highly desirable rate and very unusual in the oil and gas industry when compared again with something like the Permian, where it often takes two to three years to pay back the capital cost of a single well. So if there's a lower cost, faster return, higher ROR, rate of return play, right now onshore in the U.S., we haven't seen it. And that's why we've jumped into this opportunity with both feet. And Joel, you mentioned Adams Affiliate, that's Mallory's neighbor in the panhandle, and in particular what Adams is doing with their production from the Red Cave. Can you tell us more on Mallory's plan to replicate what you see your neighbor doing? Certainly. You know, full credit does go to Adams. They first recognized this play and set about building their production. In just over a year, they built their production from less than 50 barrels a day to almost 1,200 barrels a day presently. That's an amazing return, amazing increase. And Adams, being a private company, kept, of course, very quiet about what they were doing until one of our oil hands happened to be visiting one of our leases, which actually adjoins Adams' uh, drill locations, and saw what they were up to. And what caught the attention of that fellow first was the fact that Adams had three or four drills working just to the south of our lease. Now, in this area of the Texas Panhandle, the drills have been sitting idle since 2015, since the correction in oil prices. So seeing that many drills at work obviously piqued our interest. However, what really caught our attention were the large containers sitting next to the drill rooms. These containers, of course, held the sand which Adams was using for very large fracks of the Red Cape. You see, explorationists tried to produce from the Red Cape back in the 1980s, but the formation's complex and quite tight, and they couldn't get much production, so the oil remained in place, untapped. What Adams figured out, and what is the real secret sauce behind their success, and what we hope will soon be Mallory's success, is that by employing the type of large-scale fracks that are common in the Permian, 250,000 or 300,000 pounds, that you can get the Red Cape to produce, in fact, produce very, very well. So you're dead right, Maurice, our plan is to duplicate what Adams has been doing on the surrounding Red Cave acreage we've been able to assemble today. Now let me ask this, uh, why should current and prospective investors care? Well, we've just begun to expose this opportunity to investors and to our shareholders. If you think of this along the lines of a 26-mile marathon, we're only in mile two, so it's still a great time for investors to get positioned into Mallory in order to participate in this red cave play. The entire market capitalization of Mallory is presently only about $12 million, which is below the value of our existing reserves. So heck, what, what does this mean for our investors? Well, it means is that they're getting the red cave play effectively for free. Yes, for free. That strikes me as a pretty compelling value proposition. It certainly does. But let me ask this as well for someone new. 
Um, why should they buy into Mallory today? I'll give you three good reasons to buy today. Number one, this is a comparatively low-risk development play. Adams, well, remind your listeners, have acreage either adjoining or surrounding our acreage, have drilled almost 50 wells in the past year alone. What their success ratio is, is 100%. 100%. Yes, that means that they've drilled 50 wells and had 50 discoveries. I'm not guaranteeing, of course, that we'll have 100% success rate. But what I think that does show you is that this is not a greenfield exploration play, but rather a development play. Okay, reason number two. As I mentioned earlier, our Red Cave play doesn't require the massive amounts of capital that are needed for the development in the Permian or other high potential exploration plays in the southern states. What I'm trying to impress upon your listeners is that we have purchased and can now develop our Red Cave opportunity with very modest amounts of capital, which is absolutely great for our shareholders as they don't have to suffer the kind of dilution that's typical for expensive oil and gas plays. And number three, with our Thompson 23-1 well now underway, we believe we're on the cusp of demonstrating that we can consistently tap into and economically produce from the Red Cave. Upon realizing the significance of the Red Cave, we set about doing an exhaustive and extensive study of the formation and of the available acreage with access to this formation. Once that study was complete, we then set about and successfully secured over 11,000 acres of prospective land with 1,000 or more potential drill locations. Finally, we spud this well, which we strongly believe ties the entire opportunity together as we plan to demonstrate that we can turn as much of that 11,000 acres into wells producing from the Red Cave. So once we validate the acreage, we're confident the markets will begin to assign the type of value to Mallory that attractive development plays typically warrant. Discuss for us Mallory's plans for 2018 as it relates to this eight-well program previously announced. Sure, that's a, an excellent question. We anticipate completing the Thompson 23-1 well by the end of this month, and we will immediately report the results. So that's uh, some news for our shareholders and prospective investors to watch out for in the next three weeks. What we've already committed to as part of our securing the 11,000 acres is that we will move forward in 2018 with initially an eight-well program to determine where we should concentrate our development efforts. So our team down in Border, Texas is right now assessing where to drill these eight appraisal wells, and we expect to have a very active first and second quarter of 2018 as we appraise our acreage, followed by infill drilling to build our production and our reserves. How will Mallory fund this program? We're fortunate in that we have some share purchase warrants outstanding as part of prior rounds of investment, which we hope to draw upon for additional capital. As a matter of fact, my CFO and I recently exercised all of our personal warrants and investment of almost $200,000 as an indication of our commitment and belief in this opportunity. Beyond that, we also anticipate a return to the capital markets in the first quarter of 2018, which we believe could be our last equity raise as we're pretty confident that other less dilutive sources of capital will be available to us as we demonstrate our ability to consistently build upon our reserves. Joel, as a, a summary, just to cover what you've just shared with us, 
Give us those three takeaways again for 2018. Marisite suggests they focus on three key elements. First, our success ratio on a well-by-well -well basis as we accelerate our drilling program into 2018. Next, the incredibly low cost required in this red cave play, which is unheard of in this industry. And third, and most importantly, the continued additions to our acreage portfolio as we continue to position ourselves to dominate this play. Joel, what keeps you up at night that I forgot to ask? Well, today I argue that it's been the head cold that I've been fighting for the last couple of weeks, but uh, I appreciate that's probably not what you were getting at. Really, uh, Maurice, there isn't anything related to our business that keeps me awake at night. There are, however, a couple of things that are obviously beyond my control, the most important of which is the global price of oil. That I can't control. However, from the time that we enter the panhandle, it's worked out pretty nicely. The price of West Texas Intermediate moving from under $30 a barrel, where it was at the time, to almost $60 a barrel today. So as my father always used to tell me, better lucky than good, but best to be lucky and good. And that's what we hope we're going to be. True words of wisdom. Joel, for someone listening that wants to get more information regarding Malaria Energy, please. Sure. Uh, the uh, website is www.maloriaenergy.com. And I strongly recommend that anybody who's interested in getting information from the company uh, reach out to our communications director, Judy Ann Pottinger, who they can reach at area code 604-617-5290 or by email at judy, J-U-D-Y, dash, Ann, A-N-N, at Malori, which is M-O-L-O-R-I, energy, E-N-E-R-G-Y, dot com. And last but not least, please visit our website, www.provenandprobable.com, where we interview the most respected names in the natural resource space. You may reach us at contact at provenandprobable.com. Joel Dumarisk of Malori Energy, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Remember to like and subscribe for more conversations with the most respected names in the natural resource space. Check out our website at www.provenandprobable.com. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.